Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, and streaming live on facebook.com slash secrets of the sire. We've got an exciting episode tonight because there's an episode coming out tomorrow that um, a few people might have heard about. <laughs> And a few people might be talking about, uh, but before we Don't do, know what you mean? But before we do, I want to welcome uh, my co-host, Mister Second Mike himself. Hmm. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's going to get you far, <laughs> Mister <laughs> Mister Hassan Godwin. That's going to do a lot of good right there. I did. <laughs> no, 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 no. What the heck is that? that is Don't exactly, ever do that again. That is exactly what it looks like. Never do that again. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> um, we have a great show. We are going to be doing some spoiler free. Spoiler free. Well, they have to be. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> spoiler free preview of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Um, and I want, to, I want to talk about that. Well, it's going to be spoiler free, yes, because we haven't seen it. Now, that being said. Yes, that's what I was going to say. That being said, there is a there is a purpose to what we're doing. Okay. Okay. Well, because I could have easily invited um, Danielle Soldman, one of our previous guests, who has seen it. I okay. could have easily invited David Nieves, yeah. who had a lot of interesting things to say, spoiler free things to say, uh, really? on Facebook uh, during the week as we were posting stuff, um, who have seen it. And but we've opted to go completely spoiler free. Yeah. We want to go. We don't even. We don't want to know anything about anything until anything until we see it. Okay. And I, I repeated anything a third time purposely. Yes, you did. Purposely. Yeah, I, did, I didn't notice that. Purposely. You did that on purpose. So let me ask okay. you a question. Before we dive into um, the nuts and bolts, I want I want to read from you a Mark Hamill interview. It's a spoiler-free Mark Hamill interview. It should be. It better be spoiler-free. And I want to get your thoughts on that, too. But before <laughs> we get into that, um, we collectively have agreed, which is very bad for the show, <laughs> that there's not been a lot of hype leading up to Last Jedi. And what we mean by that is months and months of going to see movies and trailers and all this fun stuff. And it's kind of been a lukewarm reception to, to Star Wars, right? I mean, it's kind of been like, okay, hmm, all right. Well, yeah. I right? mean, you could, you could get away with saying that. You well, could... we, we've said that. We've actually, on numerous shows, if you yeah, go to we iTunes. we take a lot of things back, though. We say you know, a lot of stuff. If you go to iTunes <laughs> and you uh, look up Secrets of the Sire, S-I-R-E, right, um, right. You know, you'll be able to go check out previous episodes, download them, listen to them religiously. Uh, iHeartRadio, we're on that. We're on YouTube.com slash Secrets of the Sire. I mean, if you go back in all these things, we've, we basically kind of said it's, it's surprising us that there's not as much hype leading up to Star Wars. That, right. that being said, yeah. I have felt a palpable hype, both online and just talking in person, this week. Yeah, all of a sudden. Right? Well, yeah, because we're conditioned for that now. So you remember... Um, this is why I love you. This is why I, I love why? you. I love it. I love it. I love your statement already. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm not actually... That's not nah, sarcasm. Nah, now I don't want to talk. It's nah. actually not sarcasm. Oh. I, I love it. Go ahead. If you remember, like, in the, in the old days when we had a television show that was, like, 22 episodes, whatever, and then it would, it would end on a cliffhanger, and then mm -hmm. you'd be like, oh, man, i got to wait the entire three months to find out what happens next. They, had, they do this all the time now. Everything you see on HBO or Netflix or whatever you watch it, it has a cliffhanger ending or, you know, like, um, like Stranger Things. Yeah. And then you're like, man, i got to wait a year. 
And then you hear on, you know, you hear on the social media that like Punisher's starting next week, yeah, or something, and you're like, oh, all right, and you and you just you just don't pay attention to it because there's so much stuff, yeah, that we're just we we cannot afford mentally to to attribute too much energy sure. to something until it's preeminent, yeah, until it's like right in front of us, and then we're like, oh, this is so great, I forgot that that I was so you know there's been a lot of things I've experienced that I didn't even realize I was anticipating until I was there there was a, there was it. a virginity joke in there somewhere easily wow yeah i went there okay yeah all right all right. Uh, I think this. Uh, no, there wasn't, Sam. No, I, I think, thought there was. I think this discussion's over. I think there was a there was I a think, good. I think we're yeah. done. No, no, I agree with you though. I think no, you know what's really no, funny too late. though. You can't. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny? Not that joke, apparently. Yeah, me. No, hey, no, look, that wasn't. That three wasn't. out of ten. You're in the uh, Hall of Fame. So. That joke was not funny. <laughs> Just gotta get it right. Three out of ten <laughs> yeah, times. I guess so. Hall I guess so. No, I was actually commenting the, uh, with this to somebody recently. Uh, we are the last generation, um, and I'll include you too, because I think you're 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 Gen X, right? I mean that that, yes. would, that would qualify you as Gen X, right? Theoretically, Gen I, X. I I'm theoretically because I'm I'm on the cusp. I'm 79, well, but November and 80 is supposed to be the cutoff for the for the Gen X. Is but, it? I didn't even yeah. know there was a. Well, yeah. I'm just saying theoretically because um, I don't know if I subscribe to. You know, the, the naming of the generations and stuff sure, like that. But sure. yeah, theory. Yes. By their definition. Actually, actually, not even by theory. Yeah. I am the, I am the follow-up by generation empirical to empirical data? Yeah. Exactly. I'm the follow-up generation to the baby boomer generation, mm-hmm. which is Generation X. Mm-hmm. So, yes. We are the last generation to have experienced the pre-smartphone era. Yeah. I can remember the dial-up phone. Yes. Uh, you know, you know, I mean, I had one of those. I did too. I can remember the cordless phone. I had, yes. I can remember, you know, dial up internet, you know. Dial up, yeah. You've got mail. Yep, yep. That was so exciting, too, when you got on AOL and you found out someone sent you mail. Yeah. It was so awesome. Yeah. Because email was not a broadband thing. The coming of broadband, where it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's everywhere. It was amazing. Everywhere now. And. Text messaging, yeah, you know, which is like I remember the answering early two thousand oh. answering machines, yeah, yeah. and I remember when I remember having a, a long conversation with my uncle. He was talking about. He goes, "I just, I just, uh, I just found a uh, a website, you know, like a www website on a carton of orange juice." Like there's orange juice has its own website. Like we were just realizing that it was it was starting to become really pervasive. There's a great, that it was there's a great Today Show clip of Brian Gumble saying, um, "What does the at symbol mean?" <laughs> like he goes, "I thought it was available or something like that." He says yeah. something. I, I you know I forget what the exact did it mean quote. before it, right. before the internet took over yeah. the, the the designation. Yeah. So, uh, but he was he was. Describing a website, you know. Yeah, he, but he. Couldn't, I don't even know what we used that for before. But he couldn't. Right, exactly. He could not figure out what that was or what that meant. Just um, like a pound sign. But anyway, hashtags. What were we using the pound sign for? That was to like confirm that you're on a call or something. Yes, you know, just like to Yeah. Dude. Or or Star sixty nine, which remember we remember Star sixty nine. Yes, just to go back. I remember. Let's let's stop. Let's stop going back. No, no. But the reason. <laughs> so the reason I bring this up though painful. is we remember a time when there wasn't this instant gratification that is social media, that is cell phones. So I'm used to a Star Wars film coming out every three years mm-hmm. in chunks because there was that big gap when Star Wars didn't come out. Right. Uh, so. 
but we can remember that time. The kid, you know, the kids, those kids today, those um, kids. you know, they can't. So, but now we're a victim of it is just as much, right? I mean, um, yeah, I, we're I just mean, as conditioned to want things to happen to an now. Extent. I, I do really miss the times when I was a kid and that I was super antis- uh, and, and anticipatory about something. Yeah. I'm super excited about something coming along. And I'm just not like that about anything anymore. Like even because stranger- you're bitter and cynical. Yes. Well, yeah. yes. And, you know, the world has pressed you yes, down. Everything is dark and, and miserable. And now you're here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> On the middling podcast. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, exactly. We're but- the bottom of the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I ever. Stri- that's all I've ever strived to be. I remember, I remember, to be this, I remember there was a time in, in Wizard World Chicago when I was when I was at a table with Dan Leister, my my cohort on the Sire, and uh, we were seeing some success. We actually sold a ton of, but we sold like two, I, I actually went through my notes recently. We sold like two hundred books nice. in one weekend. Yeah. And it was like that was a big deal. And uh, and Dan and I looked at each other and we're like, hey, we're actually you know we're doing, we're doing something. This. I said. I said, yeah, we're the bottom of the middle. <laughs> and he's like, hell yeah, we are. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so you've made it to the bottom of the middle. Yeah, it's better Congrats. than being at the top of the bottom. That's, it's very, it's very much true. better than being very at the true. top A of B-. the bottom. A B minus is much better than C plus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That was my uh, attitude all through I, uh, school. I don't, I don't disagree, but yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> all right, well, anyway, so. But I do. I missed the times when I was excited. And like, Are you know, excited for this movie? Um, I mean, I'm interested in seeing it. Yeah, that's about as far. As you're, I you're, you're so interested that you took off tomorrow to go. You you put in a day off just to make sure you can go see this movie. No, what sick day? What time are you going to see it? What time are you going to be sick? During the day. It is during the day. Oh, mm-hmm. what time is it? What time does it even come out? It comes out like literally tomorrow, huh? Hmm. During the uh, during the afternoon. Wow, look at you go. All right, so yeah. How 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 many months in advance did you buy the ticket? How many weeks? Friday. But a Friday. Oh, all right. So you're able to snag a ticket. All right. Well, this is exciting. So let's do a little bit of preview time. Uh, again, we haven't seen it. We're not bringing on any guests who've seen it. We're trying to be completely spoiler-free. Unless you're downloading us on iTunes on Friday, in which case you've already seen it, and we'll give you all the the dirt right now. Now, <laughs> great interview with Luke, with Luke Skywalker, with Luke Mark Skywalker. Hamill. You, you talk talking, to Luke Skywalker. I know, right? Talking about <laughs> Luke Skywalker in this film. And I want to get your take on this. This I thought this this actually struck me as I was reading through it. So this comes from Entertainment Weekly, um, basically responding to the questions about um, you know Star Wars and Luke Skywalker in this film. And he says, "Believe me, Luke is a Luke that I don't think anyone anticipates. I certainly didn't expect it, but there, but that's good. I was out of my comfort zone. It's a tragic story." You see from the flashbacks, it has to do with deciding Kylo Ren was the chosen one and being wrong. Luke potentially created the next Darth Vader that weighed heavily on him. Go back to that first statement. A Luke that we don't anticipate. Now, do you... Luke, Luke, to me... It's kind of spoilery, actually. Well, (laughs) That's more than I knew five seconds ago. That's true. That's... Look, I mean, you know, we have to... We have a radio show to host. We got to do something. And mm-hmm. again, if you're downloading Friday, we are completely current. And I wish I was downloading Friday. Yeah, we should download Friday. Everyone should. Um, Luke is kind of an X factor in all this, right? I, I think one, you know, I enjoyed Force Awakens. You did not. I f- did agree with you, though, and I think we came to a consensus that the movie stops being interesting once Han Solo comes back on screen because for me it became a, a fight a, a struggle between okay here's these new characters which you introduced and now you're kind of bringing all these characters we already know and have been wanting to see but it's not their movie but it is their movie 
and it's these new people's movie, but it's not their movie anymore. And they kind of, and I do agree with you. I think they did have to condense things. And by doing so, glossed over some characterization that should have happened with Ray, that, sh- that could have happened with Finn. I mean, all we know about Poe is he's... He's really a great pilot. He's a, he's a, I was going to say, he's their best damn pilot. And Leia loves him and thinks he's great. Not love him, love him, but, you know, brotherly yeah. love. And, and yeah. thinks he's really great. And that's all we know about him, right? Mm-hmm. I really enjoy his character. I'm curious to see what they do with him in this movie. But it was too much movie, right? I mean, I, and I'll agree with you. Again, I enjoyed Force Awakens. I'm, I'm a big someone, fan someone of it. Someone actually said about The Force Awakens, which was great. They said it was a lot of movie for a lot of nothing that happened. Mm-hmm. You know? And... Uh, I tend to agree with that. It um, was it was two movies. It was almost like Star Wars: The Next Generation, and it was Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. It tried to do too much. It tried to. It really should have concentrated on on, on setting up these new characters that might last another twenty correct, years. Correct. But it was trying really hard to make sure that it, you know it captured all the nostalgia. So scenes. when we come back, because we're pushing up against break, mm-hmm. I want to know: Do you think we're going to see a round two of this? We're going to go through some reviews, and we're going to really analyze Luke Skywalker's role in this movie. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow, Follow Me Friday, Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. Forever Night TV series. Yes. I've never even heard of it. I have no idea what that is. You don't know Forever No, I don't know Forever Night. Good Lord. I don't know. I used to watch other things when I was a kid. I'm sure that information is useful. Have you ever seen the movie Blown Away? Nicole Aggart and uh, the other girl from uh, from something. She ended up on 902. There was another girl on that? You're just making this weird now, man. Yeah. (laughs) Secrets of the Sire. Welcome 
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc and streaming live on facebook.com slash secrets of the sire. Got some really great housekeeping to do. Real quick. Real real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Well, real quick. Freudian. Yeah. Yeah, the whole lives have become clicks. We got our 100th Terrible. episode coming next week. Click. It's going to be massive. Click. It's two hours. We're going to be on at 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock. We're going to have seven to guests nine. on from past, present, future. Why does that sound so, so familiar? Seven future. to nine. Seven to nine. Seven, of, seven of nine. Ah! What's found that? it. What is it? Never mind. What? No? No. Was it? Was it? Now I was just thinking boobs. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Very cool. Click. Go ahead. Please continue. Yeah. So we want to welcome Anna Keebles watching. Oh, great. Our alpha intern. Great. Very nice. Great. So you, you I, never, I never talk like that in front of our alpha intern. Technically, she's not our intern anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, it works out so just yeah, fine. yeah, we're all right. No harassment <laughs> going on. Um, yeah, so we got that. We've got the talkradio.nyc marathon, December yes, 21st. Yes, yes. So you're going to get an extra hour of me, December 21st. Yeah. Which, ironically enough, I, you know, we're, we're actually off. We're taking, you know, we're celebrating our 100th episode by not showing up the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, we made it. We're done. Um, but you're going to get an extra hour of me, so I'm basically working yeah, well, the exact same know, thing. Gotta, um, I want to thank our patrons, brought to you by all of our beloved patrons, dedicated fans, Einar Peterson, Matt Byer, Ashley Haikai, our program director, Stephanie Dolce, our executive producer, Steve Hovecki, Brian Phillips, and Christina Gillen, and as always, our Uber fan, Christina Dolce. Alex Acosta just chimed in. Good show so far, guys. Uh, I want to go great show. I'm trying to go great show. Yeah. So let's let's do this. Keep your good. Let's do this. We're <laughs> going to analyze Luke Skywalker's role in this. Um, is your time for next week's show Eastern or Pacific? It's always Eastern time because we live on the East Coast, so 7 p.m. Eastern time. Rob Liefeld, we're going we're gonna to get some opinions from f- some folks who have seen it. Spoiler free. This is our spoiler free you're Review. spoiler free, giving away a lot of stuff so far. Yeah, you're spoiler okay. free is kind of spoilery. Rob Liefeld on Twitter. I'm telling you, the last Luke Jedi. Dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, the last Jedi is weird, like wonderfully weird. It's why I dig it so much. It's different. Hmm. Um, he also put in uh, something else. He talked about the. It's a tremendous storytelling achievement. Uh, he had rave things to really say about it, and. Um, you know, just just completely on board with it. Meanwhile, okay. All right. friend of the show, David Nieves, who is uh, he's we're gonna get him on the show. I, he's a, he's a, he's in the gamer world. Um, he works with with Sony. Should we know and who he is if he's a friend of the show? Why are you wasting so much time? Well, I'm with telling everyone else. I'm giving everyone else the context. Yeah, you have to tell me too because I don't remember. Him. Yeah, so <laughs> <I'm just> um, <laughs> he's actually seen it. He actually came back with something different, though. He said Uh-oh. it's the most over-resolved movie of any series. Over-resolved. Didn't like the answer to the big question. Empire left me. Empire Strikes Back left me with a feeling of dread for all the characters. Last Jedi. Le- Last Jedi left me wondering what's the point of making a ninth chapter. So we got a little. We got a little. You know, and and David is not a hater. Mm-hmm. David might not, you might not like his opinions, right, right. But he's going to come to you with an intelligent, oh, yeah, viewpoint. Well, that 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 sounded pretty. He also you know. said Runaway, Runaways is better than Last Jedi, but he's been he was pumping Runaways for us last, yeah, last week yeah, as well, well too. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't you can't fault him for having a a, a dog in the race there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Danielle Solzman, previous guest, she said she loved it. Hmm? So okay, you know that's I mean. So that's great. Essentially, though, I I feel like the reviews. See, now the thing is about the people who love it. Like, you got to wonder: are you fan? Are you casual fan? Are you hardcore fan? Are you you know? Is it is it the splodies that you love? Like, yeah, oh, I went. Your stuff blew up, and people had a laser sword. 
it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, as opposed to, well, existentially speaking, this one really um, didn't grab me by the cojones as like <laughs> the other. You know, like so so you got to you got to wonder when when people say they love it. Right. Because a lot of people like love the Force Awakens because it was a it was a grand spectacle. Sure. Right? Sure. And it was an event. It's like going to the circus. All you want to do when you go to the circus, you don't you don't know exactly what you want to see. Um, or you might not know what you want to see at a circus, but you know you want to have a great time. You want to eat a lot of popcorn. You want to see amazing stuff. You want to see people fired out of a cannon and people mm-hmm. walking right. a tightrope sure. and clowns have, and stuff. You have a yeah. So once you go there and you get overstimulated with all that uh, that uh, uh, that that stuff that's happening, you'll decide. All right, no, I had a great time. You yeah, know, this was this. I circused. You know, I circused hard. <laughs> you just verbed that. I yes, like that. I, I, like I how verb you did a lot that. of things. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I verb all day. Our, uh, our intern's <laughs> gone, and you just the potty mouth comes no, out. Verb. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's you. That's your brain. <laughs> no, no, no. My potty mouth stayed no, throughout the brain. internship. Your brain is in the muck. Your oh, yeah. brain is in the muck. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, you don't, you don't know. Like, and then there's the the Barnum. You know, the guy who's been to every circus since he was, like, nine, and he's like, this is nothing like the 1967 circus. You know, so you don't know exactly what kind of review you're getting sure. from, the, sure. from the people. I, I think I think that's a fair enough point. I think I, I think that also so um, there was a tweet um, from Phoenix Shanklin. Who dares tweet? I know, right? They all tweet. <laughs> um, who, big X-Men fan, and she actually tweeted recently that Amazing, something, something to the extent I don't have it up because I wouldn't have thought it would come up in right. conversation, but it did. You know, why is it that everyone is hating on the X Men movies now? Back then, it was you know you you never would hear anybody hating on the no, X Men movies. That's not true. Back, back I when hated X2, them from the yeah, start. Yeah, I know, I know, but you're a unique fella. No, I'm not unique. In 2004, I'm just mouthy. The masses <laughs> before there was an internet masses because there wasn't an, there, there was, was a mess- yeah. But I remember having arguments with people, and and the main crux of why they loved it is because it was X Men on tele- on on the screen. Sure. It wasn't because they thought it was a great movie. Sure, I, it was I, like, oh, I don't it was disagree. So with you. great to see like live action. But uh, this backs your point though, right? Now we've now we're like sitting in the spoils, right? I mean, it's it's well, well, Marvel uh, ruined X Men. Sure, Marvel ruined Sony's X Men. Because sure. Sony's X Men is it's Fox, Fox Sony. When it's like, Sony's got Spider Man, Marvel Marvel ruined Fox's X Men because they they just pull characters out of a hat, throw them together, and they say, okay, what's the most popular X Men character? Pull them out of a hat, throw them in the picture. Sure. Marvel came along and said, "Well, there's history here. Captain America has to come from someplace, and he has, sure. you know, he's got all these uh, ties to, to other other characters. And since they were paying attention to the source material, we're all used to. Well, wait a minute, how are you just going to throw this character in the Cantina band, you know, in the middle of, uh, you know, and why is Abraham Lincoln in this movie, you know? And you're just watching, right, this, right, right. You're watching this circus happening, so." It's it, you're really uh, big on the circus analogy yes, tonight. Yes, yes. Really well, mean. mostly because you did. You love the circus when I was a kid, or were you... no? I hated the circus when I was a kid. Yeah, no, yeah. not a fan. I uh, smelled like elephants. I wasn't a big fan. of No, that. elephants were fun. I had a problem with clowns. I well, still who, do. I mean, who doesn't really have a? problem? A lot with, of people with... apparently don't have a problem with clowns because I, I got made fun of a lot. Why did clowns really? All right, we're getting we're getting. No, I don't know how here. clowns got. To be anything. All right, we're gonna. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know whose idea that was, and what, and put them all in one car. That'll be great. That won't scare anybody to death. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um. Anyway. No. Yeah. Yeah. Clown, so clowns and spiders. I don't do them. No, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree. And with velociraptors, that. but, but that's something. I don't think that people's. <laughs> 
I don't think now, after The Force Awakens has already come out now, right? I don't mm-hmm. think people are... And, the, and Rogue One. We've got to throw Rogue One in there too, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that there is enough uh, nostalgia redux that people are expecting bigger things out of these movies now. Yeah, I, I agree with you. So I don't think they're, they're looking at this. I think... I think they definitely... No, but definitely they don't want a repeat of The Force Awakens. No. Like it or, like it or dislike it. No. They don't want the same thing. They want to move forward. Yes. I, I think everyone wants to move forward yes. with the universe, right? Yes. So it's arguable that you were right about that, that they needed to do these... The, you know, they need to start it off that way. I, I disagree, but we've... But there's, yeah. there's merit to all those points. But definitely going forward now, we got to do something else. That's yeah. the attitude. I agree. I, I think that that is... I think that's what people are looking for, and I think that's what people are craving. Because they're, so his his juxtaposition of using Empire as an example, mm-hmm. Empire just happens to be one of the highest rated, highly yes. rated Star Wars films. It's, Everyone, it's you know, everyone, you're not going to get it's almost universally. Right. Everyone's I mean, favorite. you're not going to you're not going to. So it's a good vantage With point. A close now, second of Revenge of the Sith. Imagine that. Re- what? Well, yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, it's not. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. I disagree. Mm-hmm. Where, where are your? Did facts you look that from? up? Where's your facts? Where are your facts coming from that you're saying it's not? I just, oh, I would. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, you gotta, if you're gonna ask oh, a repurpose. question, if you're gonna repurpose. ask a question, okay, right. you gotta give me a chance to actually answer. You're I'm like, sure. where are your facts coming from? I'm like, uh. And you're like, oh, right. boom. Oh, we right got you. Got you. <laughs> I know I got you. are like, uh. <laughs> you're wasting time right now, you're that's stalling. Like, that's like <laughs> in the Simpsons episode when they have the vegetarian yeah. episode and they have. <laughs> And they have uh, Troy McClure on, and he's like, this scientician would agree. Uh, that, <laughs> that meat is universal. You should just do it. That's what you just did to me. All right. You where's, just where's, your, where's your fastest? Now? When we come back, mm-hmm. we are I going thought. to be going through That's where, boom. the best. Got him. <laughs> we're going to rank the Star Wars movies, just not the boom. way you think. And we're going to do it with our guest, Gabe Fieramasco. I know that guy. From Comic-Con Revolution. When we come back. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you a curious person, always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? I'm your host, Antonia, of the show, So Now You Know. Join me as I attempt to satisfy your curiosity. Listen live Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. weekly at talkradio.nyc. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Can a man actually get up with any kind of macho manliness and say Twilight was a good film franchise and or movie? That's like the guy wearing the pink shirt, right? Like he, yeah. He but, feels completely confident. But in, men can <laughs> rock the pink. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Sam, Sam the engineer is Sam. wearing pink right now. I just pulled a Hassan. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Oh. 
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the fun stuff you love to talk about. We're talking about Star Wars The Last Jedi. We got a really exciting segment. Alex Acosta chimed in. Now that it's five years later, is there still a sense of shock over Disney taking over Lucasfilm, or has the shock worn off? I think I think the shock is definitely over. I think the acceptance phase, what is it, like the, the five phases, right? Like... Anger, frustration, or actually, in I think in a lot of people's eyes, they they for saw the, for the Force Awakens. Now that the shock, that's I, well, the shock of Disney buying Lucasfilm has it worn off. Now, has it been five years? I guess maybe mm-hmm. it has been. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, I, I actually thought there was a sense of relief that George Lucas wasn't going to work on it anymore, but that's based on my perception of the prequels um, and the masses, and your perception of the prequels, which you were actually ex- excited about and you enjoyed. By the way, IMDb a poll. Favorite Star Wars film? You can vote on this. The results uh, with over 5,000 people. Star Wars Episode Five: Empire Strikes Back, followed by A New Hope, followed by Return of the Jedi is your top mm. three. That's interesting because Forbes magazine has... Uh, <laughs> Forbes. I could write for Forbes. Literally. They have bull. ads for Forbes. Bull. Yeah, no. They really do. Anyone can write. If you've, ri- if you've written like a third grade... So now you're, so you're going to do the what about is and what you're going to discredit. I yeah. am discrediting and okay. devaluing your sources. Right. Okay. That's how we do things here. Yeah, everybody uh, else who knows, knows. So. We we will get back as well to the nah, question about... we don't about, need to get back to it. About, no, we want to we question nah, about Luke Skywalker. We want to we want to question all that stuff. Um, but, uh, and we will, we we're going to get back to Luke Skywalker and what his role is as well too. Uh, but I want to welcome my guest, uh, Mr. Gabe Fieramasco from Comic-Con Yo, Revolution. I'm, am I on? You are on, bro. What's going on? I'm, I'm hanging out in my room. You know, the Facebook thing's throwing me off because it's way behind. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's also a delay on the phone, so you're gonna get you're gonna get used to that as well too. Uh, I want to play a, a cool audio. We're gonna do a fun thing with you, Gabe. We're gonna we're gonna uh, rank a bunch of really cool uh, Star Wars stuff. Like most shows, most shows would just be like, "Give us your favorite Star Wars film." But we don't want to do that here. We want to do something like kind of cool, right? Uh, so one of the things we're gonna do is best I've got a bad feeling about this and we got a little clip uh, we're gonna we're gonna run real quick and it's got every it's a minute long it's every bad feeling you know montage that that has ever existed in Star Wars so we're gonna play that real quick and then we're gonna vote which film we think is the best one feeling about this I don't sense anything I've got a bad feeling about this oh I have a bad feeling about this I've got a bad feeling about okay. quiet what very bad feeling about this I got a bad feeling about this there's an awful lot of moisture in here. I don't know. I have a bad feeling about this. I have a bad feeling about this. I have a really bad feeling about this. I got a bad feeling about this. All right. That was pretty much all the bad feelings that has ever happened in a Star Wars film. We got to credit Zarbot on YouTube. I want to give credit to Zarbot. He he put it together, and I you I I pulled it down. Zarbot's uh... Gabe. What do you think? Zarbot's got to get a job. Rank. I'm going to be complete. I'm going to be completely honest with you. You heard nothing. I didn't. I didn't hear any of that. Okay. <laughs> so based on your infinite Star Wars knowledge, best. I've got a bad feeling about this. 
anyone that Obi-Wan did. That's right. Anything uh, that Obi-Wan does. Oh, that's, uh, that's the first one? That's a Phantom Menace. That's All right. a Phantom Menace and uh, Revenge of the Sith. And Revenge of the Sith. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll go with what, Hassan. What do you think? My favorite is K2SO's because he doesn't yeah. get to finish it. Yeah. I actually, I'm going to go with that too. I'm going to go with that too. So we're going to go two to one. We're going to say. From uh, Rogue One. From Rogue One. That's the best. I've got a bad feeling about this uh, easily right there. Uh, best. We're doomed sequence. You know, anytime uh, C3PO is on. Is on uh, camera. He basically says, "We're, we're doomed. doomed. We're yeah. doomed." So, just to give you, I, I, I think there's. He's done it in God knows how many, you know, movies. But uh, Gabe, if we, if you had to pick a movie where his "We're doomed" is the best, what, what would you go with? Uh, I, I'm going to go with Empire Strikes Back, where he's trying to convince him that surrender is 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 the way to go. <laughs> Funny you mention that, right? I, I personally, I go New Hope because it was the the beginning yeah, of the, the We're Doomed, mm-hmm. so you kind of get to give it its props in that sense. But he's got a weird, in fact, like C three PO is the funniest character, right? Because in every single movie, he's like, "This is terrible! What a terrible plan! We're gonna die! This is awful!" But when he sees like Han Solo in Carbonite, he's like, "Oh, he's <laughs> like, that's really great! Like, look what you did! Like, this is really amazing!" Yeah, well, it's like the one movie he doesn't like Han Solo. It's like the one movie where he's like super positive <laughs> yeah, about he, like a death he scenario. Also, <laughs> he also wanted everybody to trust Lando. Yeah. Lando was getting choked. He was like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, he's our only way out of here. That was the only time he was like, he was trying to be positive. But that's when the group was, uh, was, was totally trying to do something proactive. Hassan actually, in, in May, we, you know, when we put this together, right, we, uh, Hassan had the best one. I changed this to best, um, what was it, <laughs> best bottomless pit, but... I, that's just my love of Return of the Jedi, the opening sequence with the Sarlacc pit. Yes. That's Hassan's original Hassan's original best of was what was it? Best fight uh best fight on a catwalk with no banister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't believe in Star Wars just don't believe in railings. No. <laughs> they don't. Well I said to Hassan, there are no handicapped people in, no. in the Star Wars world because if you get a leg, you know, Severed off, yeah. which, which will be a, will be a category later. Uh, you, you know, you just get a robotic leg. So yeah, they, you or know, you get they, it, or they put go. you on a or they put you on a chair that floats, right? Because there's no wheels, right, So exactly. you don't have to worry right. about anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, ten seconds in any Star Wars movie, and I'm dead. I'm falling. Off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Me for, too. For all those I'm out totally there. walking off the side of something without uh, without knowing it. For all for all everybody out there, Gabe Gabe is like six foot eight. And, and he is a massively tall individual. Yes. So yeah, I mean, he, the fact that you yeah, actually with a gust of wind. Actually, Star Wars itself would be like a like a like a haven for you, a paradise. I mean, it would just be like those wide open like rooms and stuff. You can't hit your head on anything. Like it's got to be a really good scene for you there. No, I'd be the Wookiee. Every all the other Wookiees pick up. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're barely enormous. You're nearly huge. Let me, let me go with this question: Which movie boasted the best headgear? In a Star Wars film. And and because there is actually there is some in Phantom Menace, Natalie Portman's costumes are like outrageous. You have That's to kind of sit there and give, you know, the first entrance of dark, dark of dark of I was gonna say dark helmet of Darth oh, Vader's helmet. Don't do that. In, in New Hope is pretty good. Leia's ear buns. Same movie. That's oh, pretty good. You can't good. put that in the same category. Headgear. Though. Headgear. Yeah, but you can't put that. You can't put buns in the same category with a helmet. No, I'm, but they're helmet. both they both in the first movie. I mean, they both yeah, boast, that's should, a, you know. Uh, one's a, <laughs> one's I, a, a pair of industrial headphones. Well, and no, the other... and then, wait, and then 
the guy in who's Lando's psychic who has the industrial headphones drilled into his skull. Lobot. That's my vote. I like that guy. You like Lobot. Yeah, I do. Hmm. Gabe, what do you think? Best headgear in I a Star Wars movie. I think you sent me these questions in advance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to be in studio. Hassan, what do you think? Boba Fett. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to take any chances, man. I'm <laughs> four hours away from seeing a movie. I don't want any accidents. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm currently wrapped in bubble wrap in case I fall. <laughs> Best headgear, Hassan goes Boba Fett. Boba Fett. All right, that's a, that's a great helmet. So I guess Empire. Then, Unless right? you count Darth Maul because he had horns on his head. Ooh, see, that's... You know, I think Phantom Menace might take the cake here, right? I think every character has some, some, some exotic gnarly headgear. Yeah, even like <laughs> even like what's his face? Uh, Obi Wan has like a like a like a mullet and a and a, and a he's ponytail. He's got a braid. He doesn't have a mullet until the yeah, second that's one. True, that's true. He's he's all right until no, the I'm, second I'm, one. No Padawan braids. I've always been a stormtrooper guy, man. There I always, you go. I remember just being floored by the stormtroopers when they came through the door. All right. In, that first, in Star Wars. Yeah. New Hope. All right. Because right. so many of them got killed and they didn't even blink. We got the Facebook feed. We'll read off your answers as well. So please please chime in. We, we want to hear what you think here. Um, best severed limb. <laughs> this one's actually a really good one. And, and uh, we, we, we were touting that. Um, there's been severed limbs in every single movie, except, yes. except in Force Awakens, apparently. Oh, Yes. Right, which yes. is which is actually chimed in via. I don't want to give him credit. Well, Craig Mahoney, definitely not the Force someone, Awakens. Did, F and JJ. Someone didn't get his arm or hand cut off in the Force Awakens. Yeah, but someone was handless in the Force Awakens. Who was handless in the Force Awakens? Luke. Oh yeah, uh, mm. didn't get it severed though. Talking about actually talking about actually getting a cut. What, what about Rogue One? Nobody got anything. Yeah. Rogue, Rogue One. Uh, Rogue One. Rogue One's out also. You can't vote for that one either. Yeah, but you all know Saul, Saul Guerrero had, had no arms and legs. Well, he had no legs. But, but did but he get it severed off happen. in but the movie? Yeah, that's parsing, you know. He was already like that. Nah, right, fine. Kai Cole chimed in the blind guy in Rogue One has to get best something. <laughs> He's the only handicapped person. He got person. best one liner. He's the only handicapped person in, in, the, in the entire when, galaxy. Yeah, when, when they put the bag over his head, that, yeah. he gets an award for yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Come on, guys. I'm going to go my my he fa- drop kick stormtroopers without hurting his hands so and, and feet. So that that's got to count for something. My favorite severed limb is actually in episode 4. When they're in, uh, you know, the, the, cantina, the cantina, and they cut off of, uh, and the guy, and the guy, <laughs> and the guy Dr. pulls him over. He's Dr. Like, I don't like you. Yeah, that is Doctor. He doesn't like you. And the other guy is a Walrus Man. Yeah, well, Walrus Man loses Walrus his man limb. Loses I, that's his my favorite. That's my favorite severed limb. He's actually his name is now Walrus Man, but that was the name of the the, the action figure. So that's oh, why. I'm really? the, yeah, it was Walrus they, Man. At that point, they're like, "Who the fuck? Yeah, he's just Walrus <laughs> like, Man. Just, just call him Walrus Man. Just call him Walrus Man. I'm done. I'm done naming these things. E. T. <laughs> it's 1977, and I got something to do. Yeah, and some guys like, well, this movie's never going to take. Yeah, nobody's going to like this stuff anyway. Um, my favorite, I think, is uh, Darth Maul because he got cut in half. He now he, he got, got this whole half. top half of himself severed. But uh, what's his name, Christopher uh, in in uh, Revenge of the Sith? He got his. He got like the double sword. Yes, Christopher Lee. That was pretty good. 
he got his head cut off. Well, yeah, but, but he didn't. But just that's get not his... that's that's your favorite. My favorite is Darth Maul. He didn't get his head ask. cut off. He got his head cut off in spectacular fashion. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you're gonna cut someone's head off with a lightsaber, you got to do it. That's how you do it. Yeah, that's how you do it. It's probably not that hard to cut. So you probably cut your head, your own head off. How by many accident. severed fingers must there be yeah, like, in bad. Jedi school? It was you know, probably it's pretty bad. Like, like you know, it was probably. Okay, how many mini chlorines? You know, you have. Yeah, because if you look at it, if you go to if you go to Driver's Ed, you look at those teachers and how terrified they are every time they get into a car <laughs> in a parking lot with cones in it, right? So imagine the, the lightsaber instructor. The Jedi instructor. Yeah. They, just he's got like, like, they he, must have a terrific union yeah, he's with health got, benefits. Well, he's, they didn't start with like those sticks that they give you in like martial arts? Nah. <laughs> no, nah, you know they went right <laughs> to lightsabers. Here. Right with the light, light yeah, saber. here, kid. They're like, the younger the, younger, the better. Yeah. Start chopping. Yeah, here, kid. Be careful with this. It's dangerous. You weed them out, you weed them out much faster that way. I mean, <laughs> how many yeah. recess fights just ended very poorly yeah, exactly you know? exactly yoda's like <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely have to go with uh, again because he's my favorite character of the whole series obi-wan taking everything off of anakin in one fell swoop oh that's yeah. a good one yeah yeah that'll win that's a good one that'll win that's a good one and you know obi-wan's like i, I can't bear myself to kill you i'm just gonna maim you horribly so you burn to death and well, i don't have to watch in, in theory when you when you see when you see someone catch fire, you're like, nah, it's over. It's over. <laughs> I'm leaving. That's <laughs> over. That's it. There's no going back from nah, that. It's over. You know, you've cut oh, the guys. You know, that, you, and they, that and there was still, you know, they still had that other movie coming. You know, exactly. <laughs> yes, there is also those those three other movies that that were yeah. pretty important. Um, yeah. You cut someone's guy's uh, legs and arm off, and then he catches fire. You're, you're probably gonna. You yeah. gotta write them off. You know, it's gonna be a quick write off. Uh, All right, we got last one. That's done. And this one, this one was a good one from Hassan too. Hassan uh, chimed in on this one. Best group shot final photo or final scene. I said final photo because he sent me a bunch of photos. But best group best shot. best group shot oh, final yes. scene. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you if you can remember the final scenes from like the prequels, they all look like wedding destination vit, you know photos. <laughs> it's one is an actual wedding. <laughs> the rest yes. are like sun setting. Everything's you know everything's you know there and, and and doing all kinds of you know good stuff. The rest of the films actually have the actual group shot, unless you count Rogue One where they just all die. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a, the the group shot was a mushroom cloud. Yeah, that's that's everybody. <laughs> everybody was in that one. <laughs> they were all one person at that point. Their atoms were all. I, it's existential. What I'm trying to say. I'm being existentialist. In the, I would say the, the group shot. All one people in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, uh, I, you know what? Ironically, I like the the one from Empire Strikes Back, because they're all backwards. They're they're all they all have the backs turned. <laughs> Do I give you but the it's ass more, or the dick? Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> ass and crotch. But it's more prophetic. It's it's kind of somber. Yeah. You know, it's kind of it's it's, it's a little melancholy. Uh, it's mel- yeah, it's, melancholy. It's, uh, it's bittersweet because they're alive, but they're they, we don't know what's going to happen to Han, who's going to come back and just be killed in the movie right after that. But anyway, Gabe, um, Gabe what do you think? What yeah, do you think the best? I I remember. It, as you know, my probably my least favorite at the time was Empire Strikes Back, just because I remember sitting there going, they, they're standing there and they're going to look for Han. I'm like, this movie's going to be four hours long, and then boom, it was over. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? Um, going back to that ten, soon to be eleven year old, I, Star Wars definitely, where they're all standing up there with the awards, except for poor Chewie who got 
who got boned. <laughs> you know, and then and technically, technically fan, in the book, know, he medicine, got a, you know, all your he people got, got killed. Here's a big glowy ball, bowling ball. You know, you uh, have yeah. That. yeah. I don't know what that was. I can't even as a, as a prequel fan, I can't defend that. I have that. That was, that was just lazy. <laughs> That was just ah, just make it a glowing bowling ball. They got a hit right there. Yeah, they really love the bowl on uh, Naboo. That's yeah, it. We're done. But they We're like done. glow bowling. It's yeah. only you know eleven o'clock. Those lights. Yeah, come I'm off. 65 years old. I'm going home. <laughs> just make it a ball. The EDM starts pumping. <laughs> yeah. Gabe, uh, tell the world out there about Comic Con Revolution uh, and all the good stuff you're doing. And you're going to be in studio next week, so this is not the last we're going to hear about you. So please tell everyone yeah, about Comic Con. Revolution. After I've safely seen The Last Jedi and without injury, I'll come in in person. <laughs> without injury. Um, Comic-Con Revolution is a uh, full-blown comic convention and pop culture convention that uh, I and some of our, our fellow friends, like Mike Sig and James Ross and Drew Selden, put together a, a year ago. Um, we had our first show out in Ontario, California last year in May, and it was awesome. And we will be back in Ontario, California next May, the 19th and 20th of 2018. And we are going to debut our newest show in uh, February in West Palm Beach, February 24th. Any good guests that you can announce right now? Um, I mean, we have a ton of good guests. I mean, the one I'm personally most excited about is we have Timothy Zahn coming to Ontario. Oh, nice. that's huge! I'm excited about nice, that one. Nice, nice, um, cool. And, and then we have Chris Claremont coming to West Palm Beach, so we got some good guests. Yeah, that's no slouch. Awesome, that's no oh. slouch show. All right, we're gonna we're gonna see you next week for our hundredth show. It's gonna be jam packed. We're gonna fill this room with as many guests as we possibly can. Awesome, looking forward to it. All right, when we Thank come you. back, Thanks, Gabe. When we come back, we're gonna answer that Luke Skywalker question, and we go spinning the racks. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul. And on this show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. TalkingAlternative.com Wouldn't that be the best, the most ironic thing in the Alanis Morissette version of it? Ironic, but not really ironic. Right, right. I don't actually gotcha. know the definition of irony, yeah, so they, I'm just using it, yeah, and, and I want to sound so very all right. smart. Yeah. Secrets of the Sire.
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, except for next Wednesday night. We're going to do this at 7 p.m. Eastern, yeah, 4 p.m. Pacific for all you folks on the West Coast. Uh, we're going to have a j- we're going to just have jam packed full of guests, previous guests that have been on the show. We're going to we're going to recruit pretty much everybody who's been on the show at some point to call in and and uh, and do it up with us. We're going to have Gabe in studio with us. That'll be fun. Um, we're gonna have a uh, Jack O'Donnell in studio, Brian Phillips in studio. Where are they gonna Keith sit? McCormick. Where are we gonna sit, everybody? We're just gonna plop everyone down here. No there's seats, my there's chair. seats galore. This is my chair. Well, no that, chair. that may or may not happen. No, that, that's you know. that's not happening. Want to give a shout out to <laughs> Lord Radio says he keeps his chair. Brianne Castillo uh, just pledged the GoFundMe campaign for TalkRadio.nyc. Very exciting. Thank you. Uh, if you go to uh, GoFundMe.com/slash/TalkRadioNYCMarathon. Okay, that's one word, talk radio, NYC Marathon. Uh, the marathon's coming up next Thursday, so you'll catch me up here 1 p.m. Eastern uh, next Thursday. Um, if Hassan has another doctor's appointment, maybe he'll be here. We'll see. <laughs> um, you know, but anyway, we're, we're, we're doing some fun stuff, so we want to thank Brianne uh, for, yes, for thank donating to the station. We're doing a lot of cool things there. All right. In our last segment, I do want to get to the first question I posed in the first segment, which was based off the Luke Skywalker interview, again, the Mark Hamill interview, talking about Luke Skywalker. This is not the Luke Skywalker we anticipate. Right. We started talking a little bit about how Force Awakens suffered because of having basically two films in one film. You have mm-hmm. new versus old. Uh, what do you think, and this is pure speculation, we haven't seen the movie, we don't want to spoil it for anybody. If you're listening to us on Friday, though, you can actually then call in the next week because we're going to be reviewing the hell out of this show next week, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. What role do you think Luke Skywalker's going to play? And is it, is it going to be... And I guess I'll just oppose it this way, right? Is it going to be a, similar to how Han Solo kind of came and went? Uh, or, or is Luke going to have a more substantial role in this? It's going to be a combination of... Uh, it's going to be... It, he's going to be the, 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 the mentor... Right, mm-hmm. so it's going to be a combination of Obi Wan, Yoda, probably Han Solo, and a little like you know uh, hippie aspect to it. Sure. You know, like like mm-hmm. Luke is a little. Um, he's going to be probably ambiguous. Yeah, you know, like his his affiliations are going to be his motives are going to be a little in question. Sure, uh, he's going to be pretty damaged, unlike pretty much all the others who were not. Damaged, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So um, because he's got a lot of guilt that he's carrying around, he's going to be reluctant. You know. And then, you know, there's a question of, uh, you know, whether he's going to manage to hold on, you know, or is it going to fall? I actually, I can see a scenario where he is the villain in the third film. Okay, here's here's why I don't think any of that stuff's going to happen. Here's why I don't think, could be, this could be construed as a spoiler, so. Well, it can't be, because you don't know if it's going to happen, Yeah, but I mean, here's why I think Ray won't fall. And here's why I think Luke won't particularly fall. I, I'm pretty sure that I, I, I'm fairly convinced they're going to kill him off because that's like we, we live in the uh, Walking Dead age where everybody thinks that's the note, you know, like, right. oh, that's the, the beat. It's like, you know, killing Han Solo off, not necessarily the emotional note. You know, right. you could have hit a different emotional sure, note. Sure. But, you know, people just that's just that's just the easiest note to hit. So it's fairly obvious that the easiest note to hit would be just to kill Luke off, right? Um, I don't think Ray's going to fall to the dark side because, and it's a political thing, but because of how much, um, how much fanfare 
uh, Disney got out mm. of this first female, mm. you know, and so how 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 much of a slap to the face to everybody would that be? It's like, yeah, it's the first female protagonist who you know who's the chosen one, and she's you know the galaxy rests on her shoulders. Oh, and she screws up and she's bad. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's it's not they're not going to do that. That's it would take a lot that's of bravery to do that me, though, and that's what kills me about the social media age that we live in. And the Twitter age that we live in, and all this stuff, because it's it. You can you know it's influencing the writers' decisions. Okay, say what you will about diversity. I think it's a great thing, right? But it's a conscious element now to everything that they do. I mean, there there is um, a friend of mine I just t- talked to recently. She's she's putting together a charity benefit for uh, you know some disease that she's trying to fight. And she's bringing in comedians, and she brought in five. Potentially they're all white, but I think they're actually not all white. I think there's, there might be and, – and someone commented, why are there only white comedians? Why aren't you thinking – and now it's like, well, now she has to scramble. Do I get – do I get well, – yeah. and, 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 but it's the it's this society we live in, and now it's impacting the stories that, that, we, that we love because people will get up and type in on their keyboards right. their opinion, and it will instantaneously – Hit it, the masses. It's got its ups and its downs. It's got you know so far because uh, because of the way things are and the way and the way some of us are coming around versus the way some of us are holding out. It's 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 messy. Yeah. You know because there's, you know there's there's still some of us fighting a good fight to just kind of hold on to spontaneity and that kind of stuff. But who knows? Um, I'm not necessarily talking about that because there's. Joe, Joseph Campbell has it, the, the hero with a thousand faces. So a lot of these stories are mm-hmm. very samey. Sure, sure. Um, and we've been doing this for a long time. One of the reasons, not even to get into that, one of the reasons I really like the prequels because it was it was a reverse of that story. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a very brave sure. uh, attempt. Um, it's uh, arguable the 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 uh, the results are are you know uh, controversial. So um, I just don't think. Well, for two things, I think it would be a tremendous downer mm-hmm. for that to happen. Also, I think they haven't they haven't invested. Maybe this this film will be uh, will will be the start of that. They haven't invested quite enough into um, into Adam Driver's character. I agree. For him to for you to potentially see, oh, see if, if he shifts around, and he comes back to the good side. Well, you know, you know? we don't care right now. Yeah, no, and, we don't care, and so. It it would just be a hot mess if yeah. they did it because they're not planning that they they didn't set the seeds up right so mm-hmm. that you could say oh it could go either way you can only kind of see one way this can go mm-hmm. which is kind of why the th- a third iteration of this story is is, is not as exciting yeah. it's like you know well, I know too much about it you know I know too much that could happen versus you know what what probably will happen I know and that scene where Snoke takes his mask off and it's Trump it's crazy. yeah yeah. I, we do this every week. We go spinning the, the racks. We bring you the best and most fantastical pop culture news available. And we're going to do a Star Wars edition. We do have a Star Wars news bit. Spinning the racks. Spinning the Rumor. Obi-Wan Kenobi film is happening. Production begins 2019. Oh. According to panels to film.com. <laughs> Back in August, the Hollywood Reporter ran a story stating Lucasfilm was moving forward with a currently unconfirmed Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Apparently, Stephen Daldry was eyed as the director. Now, Omega Underground is a bit of an update. According to, to the outlet production on Obi-Wan's long-awaited solo film will begin in early 2019. I'm 
actually cool with this because I feel like you and McGregor, given given like a better script and more dialogue, can actually. He's a tremendous actor. He did a great job with the wooden dialogue that Lucas is is famed for giving him. The wooden dialogue that's in all six of yes, the original films. Agreed. Uh, I, I feel like, well, no, actually, no, Empire Strikes Back was written by Lawrence Kasdan, doesn't have as much wooden dialogue. All the Empire Strikes Back was written by Lawrence Kasdan, so was Return of the Jedi, so yeah. was, so was, uh, the first half of The Phantom Menace. But the, so. but Lucas wrote most of, you know, right, most of that. He didn't. Also, uh, Carrie Fisher. What, Carrie Fisher wrote? What? She, she script doctored, uh, all the prequels, so you gotta look into that. No. Take a look into that. It's a horrible job. Yeah. Well, that's she didn't up to you. It. She that's didn't up to it you. Well enough. Keep mouthing off. <laughs> Obi Wan film? No. No, no. No. You're not excited about that. Nope. You want to move forward. You want to just move completely. Yes. Past Stop. Stop it. What more can we do? Yeah. You know what's going to be? Is Obi Wan is going to be looking at a little kid through binoculars in the desert, and then someone's going to build a Death Star. And he's going to be like, I'm going to go destroy that thing. And oh, I'm dead. <laughs> and that's <laughs> We're going to be the Death Star again. We're going to do it all over again. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm excited. If, if they go backwards and show us his childhood. Yeah. Totally different. Okay. Interesting. All right. That's our take. Sorry, we're bumping up against time here. Next week, our two-hour 100th episode extravaganza. We review Star Wars The Last Jedi. We welcome back guests past and present to celebrate our big one zero zero. Uh, we got the GoFundMe campaign, GoFundMe.com slash TalkRadioNYCMarathon. We'll be on the air as well next Thursday. But catch us next week, 7 p.m. Eastern. Download us on iTunes. Download us on iHeartRadio. I gotta think of a tagline to end our show, but for now, we'll just say goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on this show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a curious person, always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? I'm your host, Antonia, of the show, So Now You Know. Join me as I attempt to satisfy your curiosity. Listen live Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. weekly at talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on talkingalternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. Someone. 
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 